four through seven next. Okay. Do hey. we want to do a recap of the day before or anything like that? Probably not. Okay. Well, because it's just so quick. We could be like, yeah, yesterday we wrote about creation. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, sure. I mean, we just did it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> we just did it. Hey, For... welcome back. It's Chip and Eric reading the Bible. Yes. What day is this? This is day two. So if you are here with us today on day yeah. two, you are on a two-day street. <laughs> That's right. Praise God. Yeah, hallelujah. You can do this. Congratulations. If we you can do it, can. you can do it. That's right. Hey, so yesterday we talked about creation, yep. the fall, and man and woman being kicked out of the Garden of Eden. Boom, they're out of here. So we're going to continue chronologically. Hey, if this is your first day with us, go back and listen to yesterday, and mm-hmm. then you'll be on a two-day street too. Yeah, today we're going to do Genesis 4, 5, 6, and 7. Woo! Let's do it. We're going to start off with the story of Cain and Abel, Genesis chapter 4. Adam had sexual relationships with his wife. Okay, that's a good thing in marriage. Uh, And her name was Eve. And she became pregnant. And when she gave birth to Cain, she said, with the Lord's help, I produced a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. And this made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry, the Lord asked Cain. Why, Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and and be its master. One day, Cain suggested to his brother, let's go out into the fields. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Afterward, the Lord asked, Cain, where is your brother? Where's Abel? I don't know, Cain responded. Am I my brother's guardian? But the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you, no matter how hard you work. From now on, you will be a homeless wanderer on the earth. Cain replied to the Lord, my punishment is too great for me to bear. You've banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. Well, the Lord replied, no, for I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to, to kill him. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of Nod, which is east of Eden. The Descendants of Cain. Cain had sexual relations with his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Then Cain founded a city, which he named Enoch after his son. Enoch had a son named Irad. Irad became the father of Mahujael. Yeah, it works. Yeah, this is going to happen. Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Mahujael became the father of Methuselah. Methushael. <laughs> and Methushael became the father of Lamech. Well, Lamech married two women. What? Yes, well, he that did. was a bad decision. Two women. The first was named Ada, and the second was Zillah. Ada Z, Lamech's wife. Yes, Ada Z, (laughs) might as well. Ada gave birth to Jabel, who was uh, the first of those who raise livestock and and live in tents. His brother's name was Jubal, the first of all who play the harp and flute. Lamech's other wife, Zillah, gave birth to a son named Tubal-Cain. 
He became an expert in forging tools of bronze and iron. Tubal-Cain had a sister named Nema. One day, Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice. Listen to me, you wives of Lamech. I've killed a man who attacked me, a young man who wounded me. If someone who kills Cain is punished seven times, then the one who kills me will be punished 77 times. Wow. Yeah. Lamech, not a great guy. Mm -mm. The birth of Seth. Okay. Adam had sexual relations with his wife again, and she gave birth to another son. She named him Seth, for she said, God has granted me another son in place of Abel, whom Cain killed. When Seth grew up, he had a son and named him Enosh. At that time, people first began to worship the Lord by name. Chapter 5 of Genesis. The descendants of Adam. (laughs) This This is the written account of the descendants of Adam when God created human beings. He made them to be like himself. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and called them human. When Adam was 130 years old, he became the father of a son who was just like him. In his very image, he named his son Seth. After the birth of Seth, Adam lived another 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Adam lived 930 years, and then he died. Well, when Seth was 105 years old, he became the father of Enosh. After the birth of Enosh, Seth lived another 807 years. And he had other sons and daughters. Seth lived 912 years, and then he died. When Enosh was 90 years old, he became the father of Kenan. After the birth of Kenan, Enosh lived another 815 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enosh lived 905 years, and then he died. Well, when Kenan was 70 years old, he became the father of Mahalalel. After the birth of Mahalalel, Kenan lived another eight. 140 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Kenan lived 910 years, and then he died. (laughs) When Mahalalel was 65 years old, he became the father of Jared. After the birth of Jared, Mahalalel (laughs) lived another 830 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Mahalalel lived 895 years, and then he died. Well, when Jared was 162 years old. He became the father of Enoch. And after the birth of Enoch, Jared lived another 800 years. And he had other, of course, other sons and daughters. Jared lived 962 years, and then he died. When Enoch was 65 years old, he became the father of Methuselah. After the birth of Methuselah, Enoch lived in close fellowship with God for another 300 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enoch lived 365 years, walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day he disappeared because God took him. Yeah, he can do that. Well, when Methuselah was 187 years old, he became the father of Lamech. After the birth of Lamech, Methuselah lived another 782 years. He had other sons and daughters. Methuselah lived 969 years, and then he he died. When Lamech was 182 years old, he became the father of a son. Oh, I got a good one. Okay. Lamech named his son Noah, for he said, May he bring us relief from our work and the painful labor of farming this ground that the Lord has cursed. 
After the birth of Noah, Lamech lived another 595 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Lamech lived 777 years, and then he died. After Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, which takes us into Genesis chapter 6, a world gone wrong. Then the people began to multiply on the earth, and daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw the beautiful women and took any they wanted as their wives. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not put up with humans for such a long time, for they are only mortal flesh. In the future, their normal lifespan will be no more than 120 years. In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. Well, the Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth, and he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So, the Lord was sorry that he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart. It did. And, and the Lord said, I'll wipe this human race I've created from the face of the earth. Yes, and I will destroy every living thing, all the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and even the birds of the sky. I am sorry that I've ever made them. But Noah found favor with the Lord. Yeah, this next part's called the story of Noah. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on the earth at the time, and he walked in close fellowship with God. Noah was the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with, with violence. God observed all this corruption in the world, for everyone on the earth was corrupt. So God then said to Noah, I have decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. God continued, he said, build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. Then construct decks and stalls throughout its interior. Make the boat 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Leave an 18-inch opening below the roof and all the way around the boat. Put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat, lower, middle, and upper. Look, I'm about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on earth will die, but I will confirm my covenant with you. So, enter the boat, you and your wife and your sons and their wives, and bring a pair, bring a pair of every kind of animal, a male and a female, into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood. Pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal and every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground will come to you to be kept alive. And be sure, be sure to take on board enough food for your family and for all the animals. So Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded Genesis chapter 7, the flood covers the earth. When everything was ready, the Lord said to Noah, Go into the boat with all your family, 
For among all the people of earth, I can see that you alone are righteous. Take with you seven pairs, male and female, of each animal I have approved for eating and for sacrifice, and take one pair of each of the others. Also take seven pairs of every kind of bird. There must be a male and a female in each pair to ensure that all life will survive on earth after the flood. Seven days from now, I will make the rains pour down on the earth, and it will rain for 40 days and 40 nights until I have wiped from the earth all the living things I have created. So Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. Well, Noah was 600 years old when the flood covered the earth. (laughs) That's an old man. Well, he went on board the boat to escape the flood. He and his wife and his sons and their wives. With them were all the various kinds of animals, those approved for eating and for sacrifice, and those that were not, along with all the birds and the small animals that scurry along the ground. They entered the boat in pairs, male and female, just as God had commanded Noah. After seven days, the waters of the flood came and covered the earth. When Noah was 600 years old, still a young man, Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the 17th day of the second month, All the underground waters erupted from the earth, and the rain fell in mighty torrents from the sky. The rain continued to fall for 40 days and 40 nights. That very day, Noah had gone into the boat with his wife and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. With them in the boat were pairs of every kind of animal, yet domestic and wild, yet large and small, along with birds of every kind. Two by two, they came into the boat representing every living thing that breathes. A male and a female of each kind entered, just as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord closed the door behind them. For 40 days, the floodwaters grew deeper, covering the ground and lifting the boat high above the earth. As the waters rose higher and higher above the ground, the boat floated safely on the surface. Finally, the water covered even the highest mountains on the earth, rising more than 22 feet above the highest peaks. All the living things on earth died, birds, domestic animals, wild animals, small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people. Everything that breathed and lived on dry land died. God wiped out every living thing on the earth, people, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and the birds of the sky all were destroyed. The only people who survived were Noah and those with him in the boat, and the floodwaters covered the earth for 150 days. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. That is something. Well, that's that finishes day two, but that's we got two, two questions. Yeah, I got a question for you. Okay. So what? So what? There's again. There's going to be a lot of possibilities for sure, so what's for course. me. Yeah. But I got to go way back, way back to our beginning section with Cain and Abel. Um, I find it very interesting. I talk about this a lot with with tithes and offerings and giving, where um, Abel was blessed. Because he gave of uh, the first fruits, right, yeah, and uh, and Cain was not, right. So what he offered, he gave, he gave, but it was later, so it was basically it was cursed, and so God says, you know, give the first fruits, and you will be blessed. And so I know, you know, I think um, uh, ties in the Old Testament is 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 just a starting point in the New Testament. Right, you start with the ten percent. I think you and you go above. That's why in it's referred to tithes and offerings. And, but I think the idea is you, you set aside that first for God mm-hmm. because, you know, with your money, it's, uh, that's what's important to us as humans today. It's always been in the Scripture, and it is today. 
So God says, if you put me first there, I will I'll bless the rest. Mm-hmm. Bless your socks off. Yeah, for That's sure. Big one for me. Yeah, I love that. It's very true. Um, Where's Jesus? Where is Jesus? So before that, I just want to say one of the things that I've often heard you say uh, is talking about um, sin. Sin is there, right? So oh, sin is yeah. crouching at the door, I, you know, and you, you use that. It. Yeah, you use that a lot. And I really... Yeah. That's where I thought you were going. I, I mean, that is such a powerful thing. Yeah, such a powerful thing. Okay, so where's Jesus? I'm going to take the difficult route to get there because there's lots of metaphor about how Jesus is our ark in the flood and can save us, all that. You know, like you can go a lot of ways with <laughs> yes, that. Right, yeah. But I want to be really literal about this. Okay. These people often say, what's the point of all these genealogies, right? So these lists, if you don't know what a genealogy is, these lists mm. of names – well, if you jump forward, way forward, yeah. into Luke, Luke, Luke chapter 3, okay. you can read back from Jesus all the way back. And so the purpose of that is, okay. and you'll read some of these names from Genesis there, the purpose of that is later in the New Testament, we learn that sin entered the world through the first Adam. Hmm. And sin was vacated and defeated through the second Adam. Hmm. And so even though Moses, who was writing the book of Genesis, doesn't realize why he's recording these names. I mean, he he has his own purpose sure. so that they know their history, but he doesn't realize that the purpose is covering the the big story, the meta-narrative of Scripture that, mm. yes, there was a real fall. Yes, you know, mankind did fill the earth, mm. and from that, Jesus would come. So these names, we can read by them. And, you know, what really accentuates this to me is, you know, like uh, Seth was 105, he became the father of Enosh, and he had other sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. Well, the other sons and daughters, I mean, they probably mattered a lot to Seth. Yeah. But to us, yeah. not really, because yeah. Jesus didn't come from them, but he did yeah. come from Enosh. He did come from Kenan. He did come from all the names that are highlighted. Mm. So uh, the perp- it just highlights more the purpose of this whole book mm. is to get to Jesus. Yeah. So you're saying Jesus is the second Adam. Yeah. He oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, and he comes through the it. exact line that they identified. Just read about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so crazy. All, think of all the sons and daughters that are ignored by Moses as he's writing this. Yeah. He doesn't know that Jesus is going to be born from this They're line. They're probably saying, hey, what about yeah, me? Hey, yeah. Wait, yeah. I was, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, so pretty interesting. Yet. It's yeah. very interesting. Good job. Very interesting. Good. Like so. Okay. Hey, we'll see cool. you tomorrow. Yeah. See you tomorrow, right, guys. Get a good night's sleep. Day three. All right. Get a good night's sleep.